0: Hello, and welcome back to The Journey Through Healing. My name is Sophia, and today we're having the most abstract episode we have ever had, and probably will ever have, (laughs) on this podcast. Today we are focusing on the energy centers of our bodies, which are our chakras. Chakras are used in Hinduism and Buddhism cultures, so we're going to make sure we honor and respect these spiritual practices and teachings and you may be wondering what chakras are if you're not already familiar with them basically there are seven of them they each have their own unique location element purpose and what happens is throughout our lives throughout our conditioning and traumatic events some energies as some energies are blocked or overactive or not active enough so the purpose of the chakra system is to try and balance all these energies And when one of them is not active enough or is overactive or is blocked, it affects the rest of the chakras. And that's why it's so important to be self-aware and to dive into our energy system so that we can live a more balanced... So this episode, you need to come into it with a very open mind if you already are not familiar with the chakra system. You want to make sure that you are doing all your reflection so that you know and are able to connect with which energy system you would like to narrow your focus on before you move on to the rest of them and you'll notice that once one of your energy systems is becoming balanced which takes time and work on it but it will happen eventually you'll notice that the other things the other energies in your body will start to even out as well so this episode, there is no reflection activity because this entire episode is full of reflection activities. (laughs) So there's not just one, but every single chakra that I'm going to be telling you about is going to have its own healing process, its own activity to try and reconnect with that part of ourselves that may be lost or blocked. So let's get started with the first chakra, which is the root chakra. Now the color for this chakra is red. Remember keeping in mind that the colors and the elements that we surround ourselves with will help heal these energies. So the element for the root chakra is the earth. I'll get back on that in one second. (laughs) So where is this root chakra? The location is the base of the spine, and its purpose is to be a primal energy of survival. So it's responsible for our fight and flight response and our freeze response when we may be encountered with a situation that we may be fearful. It's also responsible for our sense of safety and security. Now if this root root chakra is blocked, there's going to be an imbalance where you'll experience anxiety disorders, fears, nightmares when you go to sleep. Physical imbalances may manifest as problems with your colon, your bladder, with your lower back, your lower legs. You may have feet issues. Eating disorders are also common amongst a root chakra imbalance. So what you'll notice about a lot of these blocked signs and symptoms is that there is an emotional element as well as a physical element to it. So emotional that's how deep we've maybe suppressed our emotions or maybe have buried them that we are now affecting our physical health and that's why our mental and physical health go hand in hand because one does show us the other and when we do have emotions that lead to a physical illness it just is our soul trying to speak to us and trying to get our attention to start addressing these feelings and these issues fears we might be burying deep inside so the root chakra can be blocked by fear and very forms of trauma you may feel sluggish as well as have psychological symptoms that block it which is including anxiety disorders fear panic attacks worry overthinking depression nightmares and you might feel emotionally disconnected from your body or from a specific emotion that you might deem as negative which means you don't want to feel so you distance yourself from that so when our root chakra is not balanced we may struggle with these base feelings of feeling grounded and feeling like we have a strong sense of self. We may constantly be on edge and we might not be able to trust other people. We might not even be able to trust ourselves in our decision making. If you're like me and you're very indecisive, You will relate to this (laughs) we might also be suspicious of other people because again we lack that trust and security in others we may feel lost and stressed and anxious in every single thing that we do we can get stuck in this mindset where we cling to what we have in fear because we're afraid that what we have currently that we may enjoy like the good things like good people around us or circumstances we might have this fear of losing it and we're scared that once we lose it that we'll never get it back again And all of this makes us feel powerless and as if we've given up our joy to that part of our mind that makes us live in fear. We may even feel apathy. We may feel kind of just a mess in all aspects, like we just lack a solid foundation to help us find who we want to be and to trust in ourselves and those around us. So the biggest question here is how do you unblock this root chakra? Well, because the element is earth, you want to connect to the earth. You want to connect to nature and there's so many different ways that you can do that you can go on nature walks you can grow plants or flowers take care of them you can talk with a friend outside sit in nature you can talk to the trees that's what i do <laughs> there's so many different ways to connect to nature just being outside as much as you can the fresh air the trees around you the beauty of the animals that fly or crawl near you, it's all purifying and it's the most natural purification you could ever undergo. A really important thing to do as well is to ground yourself. And now a lot of people have their head in the clouds, I do sometimes too, where we get caught daydreaming. And that could be whether we want things to be better than they really are. Or maybe we're creating storylines, not in a negative way, just in, oh, imagine I could fly. Or it could be a dangerous version of daydreaming where we do create stories lands that don't exist and they harm us because they make us fearful and we are not able to grasp the real reality we live in which means we're not appreciating it and valuing it which means we are out of the present moment which we do not want to do we may be overthinkers, and we might be again caught up in the doubt and insecurity we have in our own brains and we know how dangerous that can get because then it might start illuminating outwards and we start questioning the people around us when there is absolutely no need to do that so a really important Activity I would give for this chakra is a grounding meditation. So I've done this one meditation where I was sitting on the ground. that'd start with connecting with your breath. Then once you feel grounded, to feel even more grounded and connected to the earth, imagine roots growing from your legs into the ground, and they're going deep into the earth's core. And then from there, you even imagine your arms, your head, your shoulders, your upper body growing these branches, and they're extending. They're extending far, 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 and you become a tree. And trees are so stable, no matter the weather. Okay, well, it depends how extreme the weather is, but usually, at least where I live, the trees are not stuck in such harsh weather where they get thrown around, but even when it is really windy, where everything else is flying and is escaping from the ground, trees stay rooted and they stay grounded. They provide shade, they provide shelter, they provide food to absorb carbon dioxide and eliminate the high concentration we have of it in the air. There's so much we can can learn from trees and with that meditation, once we feel very stable and grounded and connected to our presence and being able to provide for any living thing around us, we can then absorb all those branches and roots back into our bodies and we carry that with us throughout the day or however long we can. And once we feel like we need to get grounded again and be present in the moment, connecting to nature, we can do that exercise all over again as often as we'd like to. I love doing that. It's honestly the best. (laughs) Now. There's also a healing stone you can use for your meditation, which is garnet. It revitalizes, purifies and balances our energy. It brings serenity to the to our minds. It inspires love and devotion and it alleviates emotional disharmony. It activates and strengthens the survival instinct which brings us courage and hope. an essential oil you can use is cedarwood. It's an antiseptic, it's anti-inflammatory and antifungal. It also has a soothing effect on our mood so it makes it beneficial for any type of anxiety or stress that we may feel now I'm going to attach a meditation for every single chakra that I'm talking about today I'll leave the YouTube link in the description and whichever chakra you would like to start balancing out first you can work with that meditation I provide and also just so you're aware (laughs) it's also important to start from the root chakra and going up because that's the way the energy kind of moves so it would be helpful in that sense so here are some affirmations you can use to balance out your root chakra. I am here and I am safe. I am nourished and supported by mother earth. I am safe, protected, and guided in this world. I release any doubts and fears. With every breath, I release the anxiety and fear within me. The earth supports me and meets my need. I am financially free. I love my body and trust its wisdom. I am at home in my own body. I am immersed in abundance. So the next chakra is the sacral chakra. Its color is yellow and element is water. So the sacral chakra is located just below the belly button, and its purpose is to be responsible for passion, sexuality, intimacy, money, creativity, and joy. So when a person has a blocked sacral chakra, they may experience feelings of fear, depression, manic or emotional instability, feeling overwhelmed, having a loss of imagination or creativity, sexual dysfunction, reproductive issues, and even it may also include symptoms of having lower back and hip pain and stiffness, sciatica, urinary and kidney problems constipation and pelvic pain it's also possible to have or experience compulsive behaviors and having a fear of change if your sacral chakra is blocked now when it's not blocked you'll actually have this feeling of abundance pleasure creativity joy and fulfillment in everything that you do so how do we unblock sacral chakra well because the element is water you want to connect to water now there's a lot of ways you can do that of course I would say hydration is the most important (laughs) drinking enough water water every single day and nourishing our bodies in that sense will make us feel so much more energetic and so much more alive i would say also just if it's accessible to you i know for me i only go to like the beach once a year but like you know like sitting in the waves or going swimming if you have a pool and not even just that even sometimes i would say what's even better is just sitting near water and observing the stillness of the lake or the animals swimming above the lake or any body of water that is near you and is accessible to you. So the sacral chakra relates to the water element because it shows that there is a flow. It inspires us to move with the flow of life, but also accept and allow change in our abilities to have confidence in ourselves to d- adapt to that. And I just thought of another, another way you can connect with water, which is way easier than what I was thinking before, <laughs> is taking a nice bath. Put in some essential oils in there. If you have some nice rose petals, those smell nice. Put those in there. Treat yourself that's part of like self-care probably the most accessible way we can reconnect with water aside from just drinking it but immersing ourselves in that and there's a lot of different ways you can do that and you can take a cold bath an ice bath where it's more for if you have some inflammation that will be very helpful to relieve that sort of pain that comes from that or you can take a hot bath where it's just more relaxing and it soothes your body calms down your nervous system and activates that parasympathetic nervous system that needs a break there's also a form of therapy which is called watsu if that's how you pronounce it i hope so <laughs> which is when a person is gently held and guided in the water and it provides a powerful ritual for the sacral healing so a stone that you can connect with for this chakra is unikite so it's the stone of vision it helps to open up your third eye as well but we'll get more to that later on it's also believed to be a stone of balance and it helps to ground yourself while you're bringing your emotions and spirituality together as one an essential oil that you can use is a Lang Lang is used to be a mood booster, so it alleviates anxiety, reduces depression, lowers your blood pressure, decreases your heart rate, stimulates oil production in the skin and the scalp, and also a flying bug repellent. There you go. (laughs) Here are some affirmations to use for the healing of this shock. I am living a pleasurable life. I am grateful for the joy of being me. I trust my feelings and given them ample room for expression. I embrace and celebrate my sexuality. I am honoring my body and treat myself for Respectfully. My sexuality is sacred. I am feeling complete peace from within. I am allowing my creativity to flow through me freely. It is my birthright to receive pleasure and have all my needs met. I am radiant, beautiful, creative, and enjoy a healthy and passionate life. I attract like minded people who support and love me for who I am. So, our next chakra is the solar plexus chakra. Its color is yellow and the element is fire, and it's located in the stomach area. It's in the upper belly at the diaphragm and it acts as the center of our personal power. So it's responsible for confidence and self-esteem as well as it helps us to feel in control of our own life. It governs the personality, ego, identity, as well as personal freedom, choice, and authenticity. So it has a lot to do with motivation, willpower, and purpose, which stems from one's sense of personal efficacy. Self-confidence and the view of the self connect to the solar plexus chakra as well. This chakra also governs our digestive system and the organs that are involved in that system. As a result, it has both the gut's emotional brain and stored emotions. And I find, especially for me, whenever I do feel emotions, I usually feel them in my stomach. And we always say we have that gut feeling. Those are all stored emotions that could have been there for a very long time and are just triggered by the events occurring around us. So if we have a blocked solar plexus shock, common psychological cues include gastric or digestion issues like stomach pain, heartburn, acid reflex, nausea, ulcers, or even a loss of appetite. More serious conditions would be diabetes, hypoglycemia, even eating disorders. On an emotional scale, there's irresponsibility, an excessive need for control. How many times do we talk about that in this podcast? Way too much. <laughs> Victim, mentality, and feelings of helplessness, insecurity, or inauthenticity when we are not connected to the shock. So we may be feeling helpless and we have difficulty seeing the bigger picture in life because we're so stuck in the mindset we have at this present moment. We may lack a sense of purpose or direction. Low self-esteem. Our dreams or goals may lack associated plans to get there. We may have unresolved guilt about the past. You may also be haunted by thoughts that you're not good enough, that you feel unable to draw useful lessons from your life's challenges. So how do we unblock this chakra? Well, we have to do self-confidence and self-esteem boosting activities. So this is very, it varies very much depending on your circumstances in life. I would say for me, which is actually very surprising because at first that's not the reason i went into this but like i said i'm a soccer coach now when i first got into it i was extremely nervous and stressed because again it's a new environment i've never actually coached before i have trouble taking on leadership roles because i don't believe in my own abilities and don't think i deserve to be there and i don't feel qualified i don't feel like i know enough to be there but as the summer went on and i kept doing it i realized my self-confidence and self-esteem has actually boosted because the. Despite the fears that I had and the doubts I had about myself, I showed up every single time and somehow didn't. And the feedback I've gotten from others, I've been able to really feel it and be grateful for it because I got that. It's not even validation. It's more of like, I don't even want to use the word compliments. I don't know what the word is because I never seeked validation to make me feel like, okay, I am like a good coach. I still have trouble saying that, like, I still need to work on that, but just parents like tell me like, oh, my kids love coming to your camp or like the kids just always laugh laughing and smiling and having a good time. It's just, it warmed my heart because of me taking on that leadership role, it really boosted my confidence. So honestly, I would say the best way to improve your self-confidence is to put yourself in a new environment where it's something you are familiar with, but maybe you just haven't partaken in that side before. Like I've played soccer growing up and I was a player, but I was never a coach. So I was familiar with the sport, but I never actually took on that new perspective. So I would say if there's anything that to do, possibly a dream of yours, honestly just go for it. like I said, fearlessness has nothing to do with the absence of fear. It's having the fear and still going for it, not letting it cripple you to the point where you decide to not do anything at all. So I believe in you. So a stone that goes well with this chakra is citrine. So it's often associated with the solar plexus because of its golden color. Besides manifesting wealth and prosperity, you can also use citrine to get motivated, increase your confidence, and to feel happier. An essential oil that goes well with this chakra is sandalwood. So so it doesn't just open up your heart but it also helps this chakra, your sacral plexus so it makes you feel like love is more sustainable within yourself and with others it brings on a feeling of more constant so more consistency in your life nourishing and it's grounded opposed to feeling harmful and destructive it keeps us introspective and reflective compassionate thoughtful and considerate of ourselves and of others affirmations you can use for this chakra is i am the embodiment of inner peace and confidence I have high self-esteem and feel better about myself every day. We don't need to be in control of everything in our life. I'm powerful and I am comfortable with that power. I feel motivated to pursue my purpose. I release myself from negative past experiences. I'm ambitious, capable, and ready to fulfill my purpose. I know I am worthy, good, and capable. I forgive myself for past mistakes and I learn from them. The only thing I need to control is how I respond to situations. Okay, our next chakra is the heart chakra. The color for this chakra is green and the element is air. So it's located near our heart, the center of our chest. The purpose of this chakra is to associate ourselves with compassion and feelings of affection and love. The energy of the heart chakra starts in the center and it expands throughout the chest. This chakra connects the lower and upper chakra Acting as a bridge between the earthly matters and the higher aspirations, it acts as the individual center of compassion, empathy, love, and forgiveness towards yourself and of others. It governs your sense of trust, fearlessness, peace, generosity, gratitude, and connectedness, as well as change and transformation, healthy boundaries, depths in relationships with others, emotional control, and love for yourself. So, if your heart chakra is blocked, you'll feel out of your element and a number of issues can arise so you might feel like you've hardened your heart you might feel broken-hearted unhappy lonely insecure unable to connect with yourself and others you might get easily hurt so high sensitivity in an unhealthy way um, not being able to take criticism well unable to receive love from others. You might start growing distant with others, isolating yourself, opening up walls, shutting down emotionally, or holding on to resentment or bitterness about maybe certain people, maybe about yourself, maybe about past experiences, about anything really. You might experience feelings of shyness, loneliness, depression, anxiety, finding it hard to forgive yourself and others, finding it hard to feel empathy for yourself and others as well. If your heart chakra is overactive, which is also good, is you might start depending on others for your fulfillment. so attachment <laughs> go back to episode 12 you might experience feelings of jealousy you might have high expectations for others harsh judgment of other people and needing acceptance from others validation also was in the same episode with christina so how do you unblock heart chakra well because the element is air breath work is a super powerful practice that you can use it's also a sort of mindful activity too there's multiple different types of breath work but i'll give you like some general ones deep breathing super important. Breathing in feelings of love, comfort, stability, and joy, and breathing out any stuck emotions you may feel. So any doubt, insecurity, fear, sadness, anything that no longer serves you in this moment. Locating where you feel those emotions physically, and then just holding, maybe like just pressing your palms into that space. And when you breathe out, you imagine all that doubt and insecurity, all that worry and fear escaping your body and leaving, and you're breathing in this new sort of fearlessness and self-love, love love for others, this peace, and you feel your body filling up with these more helpful emotions. You can even do a visualization exercise, and there's so many different types of visualization exercises. I've talked about the ones about imagining yourself comforting your child self or your future self comforting you, meeting your divine self. A lot of that. Also, being in a garden is super nice. I have a little imaginary garden in my head. When I need to go there, I take the time (laughs) because it's super relaxing and it's unique to whatever I'd like it to be. Just like how your own headspace, garden is different from what other people's would look like too, and that's why it's such a sacred space because it's where you can be mindful and experience and reconnect with the parts of you that are hard to see with your eyes open. You could do a visualization technique where there is a beautiful rose blooming from your heart, making your heart bigger and wider, and it's opening it up so that you're able to accept love from others and love yourself as well. Because the heart chakra also is represented by the color green, I've even done this visualization technique where there's this green light circling my heart and while it circles it gets faster and faster and it's activating my heart so that's more if if you have an overactive heart don't do that visualization technique because it'll just make it worse if you have a very inactive heart that's gonna help it start circulating the blood and help it to really expand and open and maybe even start feeling empathy towards others so a stone to heal your heart chakra is the rose cord because it's a crystal or stone that represents unconditional love and this will help Help to increase your levels of self-compassion and empathy. So, an essential oil you can use to help heal this chakra is geranium, which helps us to open and connect with our greater capacity of our heart chakra. So, with an open and uninhibited andahata chakra, I hope pronounce that properly we have access to self-love compassion and self-healing when our hearts are nurtured by this gorgeous fragrance we can more easily let go of our judgments our anger resentment and we might find ourselves finally experience unconditional love for ourselves and for others affirmations you can use to help heal this chakra My heart space radiates powerful green light. I am worthy of the purest love. I direct love and light towards myself. I live in harmony with all other beings. I release and let go of all resentment. I forgive myself for my mistakes and I grow from them. There is an infinite supply of love. I am fully open to giving and receiving love. I love myself unconditionally. My heart is open. The next chakra is the throat chakra. The color for the chakra is blue and the element is ether. Ether is the space element. So it's located at the base of our throat, and its purpose is communication, self-expression, and our ability to speak our personal truth. So if we have a blocked throat chakra, we may be fearful about speaking our personal truth, we may have a harder time expressing our thoughts and emotions, we may feel anxious about speaking or communicating. You might even experience outbursts of emotion, or the opposite would be having maybe a social anxiety where you're very quiet or you refuse to speak. We may also find ourselves being highly highly critical of ourselves and of other people and may manifest as having a raspy throat, a chronic sore throat, mouth ulcers, gum disease, laryngitis, thyroid challenges, and TMJ disorders. We may also feel timid or shy. We might start talking without thinking. We might be dishonest, insensitive, have an insecurity of any sort, and we might have difficulty making good decisions. Signs of an imbalance would be having a difficulty of tuning into your true self. So your inner self that I talk about quite often. You might have the urge to hide your opinions and desires from others. You might participate in gossiping, dominating conversations. You have difficulty listening to others. You may also have neck pain or hormonal fluctuation, which is related to your thyroid. So how do you unblock the throat shock? Well, I would say a yoga pose. There's certain yoga poses that help to open up the throat shock. Because the element is basically space, the whole purpose is to use your space and to really feel your own presence in the room or space of living that you're in. So poses like camel, cat and cow, the shoulder stand, fish pose are all really great poses to help open up the throat chakra. As well as there's even meditations where pretty sure you could also do this with a cat and cow pose, but when you breathe in through your nose, you breathe out through your mouth and you'll release a sigh or a yell or scream or whatever you feel necessary to release the static emotions that are dwelling within you. So a stone that's helpful for opening up the throat chakra is amazonite. So it's this bluish green crystal and it's used to promote emotional balance and to protect you against negative emotions. Now when I say protect against negative emotions, I'm not saying again to suppress or avoid them. It's more about when they're overpowering you and they're very debilitating for you to move on with your day because it's just too crippled and it's not good to dwell on those emotions at that intensity for a very long time finds yourself having trouble moving on from those emotions and you feel stuck too long this crystal or stone is very helpful with that so it's also used to treat fatigue trauma or anything else that makes you have low energy it's said to help with problems with your thyroid glands and it also aids in treating alcoholism an essential oil you can use is blue chamomile it can open you up to guidance from your highest self so it can connect you to your spiritual guides or your spiritual animal. It can help stabilize cosmic connections and it also has the potential to reduce symptoms of hay fever or asthma that's triggered by the exposure to pollen when it's used for aromatherapy. It also acts to help soothe respiratory inflammation, quiet coughing, and alleviating congestion. So affirmations you can use to heal this chakra are, I am expressing myself with clear intent. Creativity flows in and through me. I am an important voice in the world and my voice is heard. I speak my truth clearly. I love to share my experiences and wisdom. I know when it is time to listen. I listen to my body and my feelings to know what my truth is. I am safe and trust others to allow me to express myself truthfully. I live in my truth. I communicate my truth. I am the truth. I express my love and goodness each time I speak. Our next chakra is the third eye chakra. It's represented by the color purple or violet, and it uses the element of light. So it's located at the center of your head, parallel to the middle of your eyebrows, and it's linked to perception, awareness, spiritual communication, and it allows for clear thought, spiritual contemplation, and self-reflection. It's the highest chakra in the physical body, which allows you to have a visionary, perspective when this chakra is blocked physical imbalances include headaches blurred vision sinus issues eye strain seizures hearing loss and issues in hormone function emotional imbalances include issues with moodiness self-reflection and an inability to look at one's own fears and to learn from others so signs that you may have a blocked third eye chakra, are that you have a feeling of disconnection from your clear intuition or instincts. You may feel disconnected from other people. You have a feeling of disconnection from nature. You find yourself unconscious, slipping into judgmental thoughts. You experience an intense sensitivity to light. You experience insomnia or sleep imbalances. You experience unexplained depression, anxiety, or feelings of sadness. You have an underactive imagination. You may be feeling disconnected from your dream world or you have an inability to remember your dreams. And your diet it may be high in processed foods because those are usually comfort foods. And whenever we turn to external comforts like that, like food for example, it's usually because we're trying to mask what we're truly feeling. So how do you unblock the third eye chakra? Well because the element for the chakra is light, you want to spend time outside and enjoying that light. One form of meditation that is used to connect with light is sun gazing. So it involves just gazing at the sun and you should do this for the sunrise and the sunset. And it's said to improve your spiritual connection, increase your clarity, and boost your energy. Now, of course, you need to be careful with this. Of course, if you have pre-existing eye problems, don't start staring at the sun. It's also not good for your eyes to stare at the sun like that. So that's why we need to do it when the sun is not so bright. So that's why it's sunrise or sunset. And especially at those moments, it's not just the sun we can gaze at. It's also the sky and all the colors that are present that are usually not there during the day. So please be very careful with if you're going to be sun gazing and meditating be careful with that (laughs) wear sunglasses if you have but yeah it's just a very beautiful scenery to surround yourself with when you want to connect to nature and connect to yourself as well so a stone that can help heal your heart chakra is the amethyst which is the only stone that i own and i've been working with with for a few years so amethyst is my favorite (laughs) it has the ability to convert your lower vibrations to higher frequencies which then transforms negative energy into love energy it works with your third eye chakra chakra to help provide peaceful energy, which is perfect for meditation and for developing psychic abilities. Affirmations you can use to help heal this chakra are, I see all things in clarity. I'm open to the wisdom within. I can manifest my vision. I trust and follow my intuition. I'm connected to my true path and purpose. I'm connected with the wisdom of the universe. I am the source of my truth and my love. I open myself to know my inner guidance and deepest wisdom. I release and forgive the past. I am now using my intuition Intuition and insight without fear and without delusion okay now we're on the last chakra which is the crown chakra the color for this chakra is violet or white it has the element of thought so it's located at the top of your head and its purpose is associated with the energy center that controls your connection to spirit and your sense of universal consciousness wisdom unity and self-knowledge it represents your spiritual connection to yourself others and the universe it also plays a role in identifying your your life's purpose it's all about spiritual connection and transformation it lifts and inspires you connecting you to the divine or any source of a higher power that you may believe in the chakra also gives you a sense of your own divinity and the awareness that you are a soul in a human body We forget that sometimes, and I feel like a lot of times when we don't like our physical being, we completely forget that we aren't even our physical being because it's just our soul. This is our vessel to allow our soul to speak and to have a physical presence, aside from the spirit, of course. So when we get too caught up in our body image, we usually pull ourselves out of that present moment where we forget that that's not us at all. It's our soul and what we believe in, what we illuminate to the world, how we help others, how we help ourselves, how we're living in this world through our soul connection. When our crown chakra is blocked or out of sync, we may have feelings of confusion, so like not knowing your purpose in life. We may have a spiritual disconnection, we might feel insignificant, and we might have strong isolation tendencies. Most people don't realize it, but their negative outlook on life is caused in part by the crown chakra being blocked or out of balance. So if you have uncontrollable negative thought, it's a good indication that your crown chakra is blocked. So you may also have symptoms of depression, anxiety, controlling behavior, destructive behavior, self-sabotage, <laughs> dissociation, greed, narcissism, bleak, emotionless outlook on the world, feeling a sense of abandonment. And some physical symptoms of a block crown chakra are coordination issues, chronic headaches and migraines, chronic fatigue, amnesia, hair loss, pituitary gland, malfunctions. And some spiritual symptoms of a block crown chakra are suppressive intuitive gifts. So we may be able to speak and understand animals or spirits or other people I think is most successful If we lack maybe having compassion or empathy for others and not being able to understand how people are feeling, that is an intuitive gift that we may need to start connecting with. We may have nightmares. We might not believe in or connect with the law of attraction. We may be feeling disconnected from the divine. So how do you unblock this shock? Well, because it's very much connected to your connection in spirituality, I would say prayer and gratitude. Gratitude more- well, gratitude is good for everybody, but if you're not very spiritual, gratitude is an important one. That way we are able to ground ourselves and really appreciate the things that we have. Because sometimes we have that tendency And in, in this chakra. It also says that if it's blocked, you will have a tendency to be stuck in a negative loop of thoughts, which is also my issue as well. So the way I'm able to somehow pull myself out of that, and I know my friends do the same, is just gratitude, like just writing down everything we're grateful, even just saying it and looking around and being in touch with all that's good, because sometimes the negative thoughts blind us from seeing the positive. But it's important that we actively take the steps to make sure we do see the positive, because it's just as important as the negative. And also to work on your life's purpose. I just did this activity a few days ago, but um, what you do is, actually let me read it to you. So I did this activity a few days ago. It helped me find my life's purpose because I do feel like I'm straying a bit from where I thought was. So here are some questions you can ask yourself. Get into that meditative space, that open head space, and ask yourself. Think back to your childhood and even your teenage years. What did you love doing? What filled your soul with the fire of joy and excitement? If you could do anything with your life right now with no limits and total freedom, what would you do? What topics and areas of life do you keep getting drawn towards in an inspiring and positive way? Explore the core belief that might be preventing you from finding your life's purpose by answering the following question. Why can't I find my life's purpose? And once you answer that, keep asking yourself, why is that so bad? After that answer, again, why is that so bad? And get down until you find that real answer within. And it's going to take a few questions of asking why, 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 why. Keep asking why until you feel like you've reached the deep-rooted meaning of it and reason. Lastly, think back on your life from the perspective of your deathbed. What would you be the most proud of to have achieved in your life so far? Those are all really good questions to help reveal to you maybe what your true passion is in life what you really enjoy doing without the criticism or judgments of others and once you are able to reconnect with maybe that specific idea or activity you can learn to integrate that into your life's purpose and start living it out so a stone that is good for using during meditations or mindfulness exercises with the crown chakra is sweet selenite. It's one of the purest gems that you can find. It's soaked in the elements of truth, integrity, and positive power. It helps you step into the light and to live an insightful, purpose-driven life that makes space for higher thinking. An essential oil for this chakra is spikenard. It contains high levels of these molecules that can penetrate the blood-brain barrier. And because of this, it's used throughout ages of meditation and promote restful sleep. With an earthy aromatherapy, it could also be used for emotional imbalance and to ease the pain of migraines. So here are the last set of affirmations I will give you. I honor the divine within me. I am open to new ideas. Information I need comes to me easily the world is my teacher i am guided by a higher power and inner wisdom i am worthy of love from divine energy i am open to letting go of my attachments i live in the present moment i am an extension of the universe and the universe is kind and loving I'm connected with the wisdom of the universe and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before but the way we connect to the universe the way we have that dialogue our path to it and from it is our intuition if we can tap into our soul connection and our intuition we will get the guidance that we need from the divine through our minds and through our bodies and through teachings and even like here one of the affirmations too was the world is my teacher like I've said the earth the animals the plants people. of course too, but if we're going to just stick to more pure forms of teachings, everything has some sort of meaning or some sort of lesson or teaching that we can abstract, that we can take from. It's important that we open our eyes to that and not forcefully say, okay, I'm looking at grass. What is it going to teach me now? I'm waiting. Like, no, (laughs) you can't force it. But if you keep that open mind, you'll naturally learn different types of lessons from plants. I think one for me was that I have these flowers in the pot. They grow into this yellow to like dark red and orange petal ombre kind of color thing going. But what happens is for some reason they die very fast and then they rebirth. And some of them are fully strong and alive and some of them are dead. Some of them are halfway growing again. And just looking at the pot of flowers made me realize both good and bad coexist and there's always that rebirth process where when it's starting to grow again it looks pretty ugly because it's all brown and it looks kind of like it was stuck in a fire or something but then it grows into this beautiful flower and there is one lesson I learned from nature. Another one I've talked about before in this podcast as well because of what I was reading from The Way to Love is even saying like the shade of trees it doesn't determine who gets that shade it lets everyone have that shade so there really is no good or bad because everyone deserves the care of others, at least the respect of others. Okay, well we went through the seven chakras. This episode is probably going to be the longest one. I'm very sorry, but I'm going to try to edit this so that it's less than an hour at least. I just have a reflection question for you to work on. So we're going to reflect on any sources of frequent or chronic pain in our bodies. What kinds of emotions may be stored within these areas? To begin this activity, connect with that part of your body that hurts. Breathe deeply and relax your mind. You can even cause friction with your hands and place some heat onto that specific area of pain. Ask your body, what are you trying to tell me or what do I need to know? And wait for a response by closing your eyes and tuning in. Record any images, words, scenarios, memories, or symbols you receive below. This exercise can sometimes take a bit of practice, so don't worry if you come up blank. Just try again when you feel ready. Storing emotional pain in the body is what psychologists call somatization, and it can reveal a lot about your buried shadows. And like I said, we very emotional pain and it can sometimes illuminate as physical pain because our soul is trying to speak to us. So I actually did some reflection on my using my own body and possibly you might be able to relate to these or maybe you can reflect on it maybe you agree with it maybe you don't but i just came up with these trying to be logical about it here we go (laughs) so if we have any sort of feet pain may represent our hesitation to move forward in life we're moving forward too quickly and we may also not be grounded so again our heads in the clouds we're daydreaming we're overthinking we need to be grounded if we have difficulty breathing especially when we're outside it can be telling us something too i know for me i have a of issues with my inhalation for some reason what that could be telling me maybe is that I give too much but don't allow myself to receive from others how I may have trouble accepting help and compliments from others a cough could symbolize having something to say so it forces us to make noise and use our voice to speak truth if we have a mucus cough it could symbolize having an ugly truth to say and not about maybe offending others but more about confessing our own faults our stomach could symbolize the negative thoughts or self-talk that we feed ourselves and our body has now become overwhelmed and is taking on too many tasks. Our liver could symbolize the toxicity of the environments that we live in or face with ourselves or others. Joint pain could symbolize our lack of movement. Maybe we haven't changed much, or we changed a lot or we resist change or certain aspects of ourselves that we refuse to let go of. Back pain can symbolize not having courage within or stability. Low back pain could symbolize not having support from others or those around us. A bruise can symbolize an underlying emotion that's taking over a spot in our lives. Cancer canker sore could represent our misuse of speech. Maybe we've been hurting others with our words or spreading misinformation and our soul is trying to make us bite our tongue, basically. And lastly, headache. So if we have a headache at the top of our heads, it means we aren't connected to our higher power, which is where our ground chakra is located, which makes sense. If we have a headache in the forehead, it means we aren't connected to our inner self. And our forehead also has our third eye chakra, so that would also mean not being able to connect to our divine. If you have a headache near our temporal lobe, so the side of our head, it means we may not be connected to those that are beside us. So, those friends or family members that are with us along the journey, we may not be fully present in their company. If you have a headache near the occipital lobe, which is the back of our head, it may mean that we have lingering issues or emotions from the past that we need to still deal with. And that is our chakra and body pain episode. I hope that this was somewhat insightful. Maybe you learned something new to. Today. Hopefully you're still listening. I feel like a lot of people might just turn this off right at the beginning. <laughs> and just to finish off this episode, here's a quote by Stephen King. The wind makes you ache in some place that is deeper than your bones. It may be that it touches something old in the human soul, a chord of race memory that says migrate or die. And what I think this quote is really trying to say here is that external situations can start to make you feel some aches and pains on a physical level, but we know that those physical ailments are more than that. And like I said, it's our soul trying to speak. Speak to us and the way he says it's migrate or die once an emotion becomes a physical illness that is basically our last-ditch effort of our soul trying to be like okay can we now focus on it? it's like will you finally acknowledge this but usually we get distracted by the physical illness and we never fully heal from it because we didn't fully heal the emotional part of it but I really do hope that you can start to balance out your chakras connect to the, all these elements that we talked about today and take part in the meditations that I link in the description. I gave you so many affirmations today. I hope it helps spark your own creative affirmations that you're going to write for yourself if you'd like. I feel kind of better now that I've read like 70 affirmations in one sitting. Damn, okay. (laughs) As always, you can message me through my email, journeythroughhealing at gmail.com, and I really hope that you start to connect to all of those energies that are within you, and you start to balance it out to live a better and more fulfilling life.